0: Hello, Minnesota Twins territory, and welcome to another episode of Minnesota Twins Chat. This is episode five, and joining me here in the Minnesota Twins Chat studio is my dad, Craig Larson. How's it going tonight, dad? Real good, Troy. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. I'm, I mean, the Twins, they took three out of four against Kansas City. They probably could have taken Saturday's game and but you know what? I think the twins are doing pretty well overall. Uh, you know, we took two out of three from the Yankees uh, earlier in the week, and uh, you know, but but you know, the, the Washington National series, uh, we probably could have taken maybe all three of games. But you know, what do you do? You know, well, at least we should have taken two out of the tree from Washington. Mm,
1: that's exactly right. I believe. I think the same thing especially in Washington, a, uh, not one of the better teams in the National League. Would have been nice to win two out of three, or th- all, uh, even all of them, but that's not the way it worked. But they they came back against the Yankees and against Kansas City, and I agree, too. It would have been nice to have won that, that uh, third game in the Kansas City series, but that didn't happen.
0: No, it did not happen. And and actually, I, I think maybe where we should start our, our discussions is that third game of that Kansas City series, and I wanted to go uh, and and it seems like two of the runs that Kansas City scored were the results of stealing second base and here's what I don't understand about the twins uh how, how they view base stealing. They seem to believe Dad that, that stealing the base is not what they want to do. But, but you, and I think they have only stolen six bases all by this year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It's not very many. But what I want to point out is stealing a base gives you a better chance of scoring a run, provided that the, you know, that you get, you know, get a hit or whatever to drive you in. And it just seems like to me, Dad. And I heard Fad Fad Levine say this that the twins they, they seem to view the stone base uh well I don't think they dislike the stone base, but they just don't they they they, they think that by what they are doing is they are putting the players to have the most success possible. But I mean, ever side of the coin, stealing a base can help get you in scoring position. And I don't know. I, I, You know, Buxton can can steal base. Michael A. Taylor, I'm sure, can steal some bases for you. And I'm sure there's other ones too, but I'm not thinking of. But, you know, I, I personally think that the Twins can run more. What are your thoughts on that, Dad?
1: Well, when you say that about the Twins and stolen bases. Sure, I, I looked at it before. We started here tonight, and I wanted to double-check to make sure I was right. The Twins, okay, in, in all of baseball, the uh, Pittsburgh has 41 stolen bases, been caught stealing nine times, and they're the top, and at the bottom of the heap is the Twins. They've stolen four bases and been caught three times.
0: So there, so there you go. So they've only tried to steal base seven times Yep. and have stolen only four bases.
1: Yep, there's only one other team was less than 10 in stolen bases, and that would be the Colorado Rockies. They... have They've stolen six and been caught twice. And then the third from the bottom is Washington. They've stolen 14. And then it goes up from there. Like I said, Pittsburgh's stolen 41 and been caught nine times. And Cleveland, who we come, we play uh, this weekend, isn't it?
0: Right. We, we'll we play the Cleveland Guardians this Friday.
1: Yep. And they have stolen 35 bases. They're second in baseball. First in American League and got caught
0: seven times. And, so, and, and I heard this yesterday. The success rate rate of stealing the bases in MLB is around eighty percent.
1: I would guess, looking at some of these totals from teams, I would guess that's true. And for instance, the team we play tomorrow, Chicago White Sox, who are sixteenth, I uh, know eighteenth in stolen bases. They have stolen eighteen and been caught only twice. So, and most of these teams, they have quite a few stolen bases and only been caught. A limited number of times. So even Boston's 14 stolen baseman
0: caught once. And 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 part of it has to do with, Dan, the fact that these teams, well, not these teams, but the real changes this year. Yep. You know, the, the pitcher, he can only throw to first base or whatever base two yep. times. Yep. And then for the for time, he has to get the runner. Otherwise, the runner is automatically move to the next base.
1: Okay, yeah. By okay. via block. Yep, I'm sure, I think the rule changes certainly have a big part in it, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I know, because because I think they're, the stolen bases are up like, anywhere from like 4 to 6%. Uh, percent.
1: 4 to 6 or 40
0: to 60%? Uh, no, I'm going to say like, uh, like 4 to 6% as far as the success rate, but obviously too, the number of base deals... Has gone up too. I yep. don't know. I don't know how much it has been by, but they have they have definitely gone up. Yes. So, you know, I I
1: my guess is based upon how things have gone in the past. I don't think the twins are going to steal many bases this year, for no. whatever their reasoning and logic is. They're also deeply involved in analytics. I mean, probably. I don't. I don't know. We'll pro-
0: probably too involved in analytics. I think. Yep, I would agree. I mean, and and I and I do think the twins do have a few base runners who can be successful. The, the problem is they don't they just don't seem interested in executing it.
1: I think that's probably true. Yep.
0: You know they're just waiting for the big hit. Yep. Well, you know, you know if you steal base, I mean, you, if any if any way down a bunt. Yep. You know. Now you got runners on first and third. Yep. You know, obviously you have to do another step to get that guy to third base, but, you know, rather than waiting for that, you know, big hit, you know, you're playing small ball, and then, you know, the next batter they could hit a sacrifice fly, uh, unless there's two outs, meaning that run for, for a base can score. So there is some there is some benefits to playing small ball.
1: Yep. Just just checking here, you know, I think that with the Twins – Think they are? Let's see here. In walks this year, they are twenty-first in walks, tied for twenty-first with eighty-nine. And then also you check their strikeout totals, which I I knew were not probably. They're probably one of the higher ones, and they are. They are tied for third um, with two hundred seventy-five. The leader, of San Francisco, is two hundred ninety-five. So.
0: So bad so many times the hitters have struck out and walked.
1: Yep. And which tells you their on-base percentage is probably not overly high either, and I don't think it is. I'm just checking that. They're 22nd on-base percentage in all of baseball. So without the stolen base in there, you know, getting, like you said, moving runners into scoring position. It's a little tougher for them. They're always seemingly looking, like you
0: said, for the big hit all the time. And and, and uh, looking for the be a big hit is not always going to help you.
1: No, well, sometimes you never get it. As an example of how many times they've struck out this year, too. So, yeah. So, but I don't. I don't know what they're how they rank and. I don't think they have that on here. How they rank as far as hitting with runners in scoring position, based upon the rest of the American League or the rest of all and, of baseball.
0: And it seems like we've had this problem for several years now. Not with just not not with this uh, regime, but it seems like towards the end of Terry Ryan's tenure here, we we kind of have an issue a little bit too. But
1: yeah, but the one thing I thought for quite a while, they strike out way too much, and it seems like they're heading in that direction again this year too.
0: Yeah, well, We've had,
1: we've had several games this year. Well, they struck out 275 times with the record is what 17 and 12 29. They're averaging almost 10 strikeouts a game.
0: That's not good. And no. and we're going to in this week we go to uh, uh Chicago and to face the Chicago White Sox and uh they lead the major leagues where pitching does in strikeouts per 9 innings. And about, I think, I can't remember exactly, but it's around 10.67 or something like that. I can
1: tell you here in just a second if you want to know. Yep, they are the best. They struck out 285 guys. Are tied with, oh, they're tied with the Twins. Twins have 285 also.
0: So the Twins have struck out the most as well?
1: Yep, they're the two teams on top who have the most strikeouts for their, from their pitching staff.
0: And we'll have, we'll have a little more on the White Sox, but I'll but I'll leave, but I'll leave you now with this note: the White Sox overall pitching ERA is at, is near six. Huh. That's for, that's not good. That's for the whole staff.
1: If that explains why the record is what this year,
0: it's like I mm-hmm. don't know, like eight and twenty-one. Or yeah, something. It's not good. Yep. Yep. So and and by the way, the White Sox they did have a big comeback yesterday thanks to Andrew Vaughn hitting that three-run home run in Abbonnay funny which was actually a seven-run inning. Yep. For the White Sox and they beat Tampa Bay 12 to 9.
1: That's exactly right. Yep. So and you said about the the uh to Chicago and they were they are tied with the Twins for first. Actually, the Twins are um they were 29th as far as walks with the least number of walks. So they've only walked 76 batters and the only one less than is the Dodgers is 74. So they're doing okay there.
0: So I don't, I don't know uh, what, you know, what to make of that necessarily, except, you know, the Twins have good pitching, but their hitting, has not exactly been on fire.
1: Nothing inconsistent.
0: Inconsistent. Yep. And speaking of hitting, you saw Michael A. Taylor on Friday hitting at bunt that turned into a double?
1: Yep.
0: How often do you see that, Dad? Out of the Twins? No, um, anywhere.
1: Well, <laughs> anywhere, true. But, you know, is something like that is not going to happen if you elect never to bunt, which has been kind of the common theme for the last four or five years of the Twins. They ha- rarely bunt. So you, and it's not going to happen unless you try.
0: Yep, and I know Nick Punto, I think he bunted yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Nick, no, Nick Gordon. Uh Nick excuse <laughs> Nikki Nikki Punto is a few years back,
1: Troy. <laughs> One of the pariahs. <laughs> the little the little killer fish. <laughs> As nicknamed by Ozzy Guillen, wasn't it him? Yep. Yep, it was Ozzy Guillen.
0: <laughs> I don't know how I just said Nick Punto, but I said Nick Punto.
1: Yep. <laughs> no,
0: no, it was Nick Gordon. <laughs> yeah,
1: little Nicky. He comes back. All righty. So, yes, but all in all, you know seventeen twelve start is 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 a good starting point, you know you gotta keep going from there, but it's certainly better than being twelve and seventeen, or in the case of some of these teams, have only won seven or eight games this year, so including the White Sox,
0: yes, so, so
1: Cleveland's been floundering too at times,
0: yeah, they have so, been,
1: so I think they've had some games they have a tough time scoring too so.
0: We will see what happens. Yep. And speaking of let's see, where do we want to go here next? Um let's go uh let's go to Baron Buxton for a minute. Um, uh, because Rocco was asked by Corey Probus, the the twins radio voice on Saturday uh about when Buxton's gonna play in rock play in the outfield. And Rocco Baldelli. He so Corey Cory Probus asked asked Rocco about it. And Rocco Baldelli, he was like, Well, he basically said that since Buxton has not shagged anything in the outfield, that he is not ready to play out there yet. I, I don't really quite understand this statement. Why isn't he
1: out there at least catching fly balls? Because I don't believe that's true totally.
0: I don't. I
1: don't either. He's he's going to get caught get hurt just catching routine fly balls out there.
0: No. Or is he catching fly balls inside? You know what I mean. Inside where? Like, uh, whatever they do, your inside stuff, if they have to at Target Field.
1: Well, I don't think the fly balls be much fly balls. They can't unless they do it on the field. Cause they, you know, they can't hit them that high.
0: No. Maybe everything, is it because of a cold weather? Well, I'll tell you what, we, we had a spell back in April around the time when we recorded our last episode where it was nice and warm and Buxton could have taken an opportunity to, to shag some fly balls. Yep. Are they, are we bad scared to have them? go out there because they maybe re-injuring something is bad. What's going on here? It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No. It, it's almost like they're waiting to see we need to make sure it's going to warm up on a long-term basis. Then we're going to put him out there.
1: Well, I just have a feeling, and I thought this all the way along, that eventually if he's not going to be playing in the field, he's not going to be very happy.
0: Exactly.
1: When you have a guy who is one of the better outfielders, if not one of the top outfielders in all of baseball, and he's and he's sitting on the bench between innings. I'm sure he probably does not like that very well at all. Nope. So, and does it influence how he plays sometimes? I don't know. Some guys, you know, they, some, a lot of guys, they want to be in the field. They're
0: professional baseball players. They want to play in the field too and they want to hit. And, and I still think Buxton, at where he's at in his uh, career, he is able to play in the field. I don't I don't get it.
1: No, I don't either. We'll see what happens when it
0: starts getting some warmer weather, but Yep, and even Fad Ravine kinda basically reiterated what Rockwell said yes uh on Saturday. Uh Fad Ravine r- reiterated uh Rockwell's comments yesterday on the uh Inside Twins show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I don't know.
1: Now, we'll see what happens when it gets warmer out, but I think a lot of people will be kind of irritated. You're paying a guy that much money, all he is, is a DH. I don't get it. But she, it's not like he's a bad outfielder. Cause like I said, he's one of the better outfielders in all of baseball. And some people, mine included, he is maybe the best one of all. You know, uh, you can get hurt. You can get hurt doing anything. So Yeah, you can get hurt uh, being, a D- uh, being a DH. Sure, you can slide into a base and be hurt pretty bad. So... I don't know. I hope he can play in the outfield. You know, you put him in the outfield together with their other guys who would probably be playing the bulk of the outfield. I mean, Kepler, if he's playing left right field, especially in at target field, is an extremely good right fielder. And, and uh, then you have the ability to uh, – Michael A. Taylor, who is a good outfielder, to put him in left, or you can mix him in the other positions too if you want to rest a guy one day. And uh, – Larnick this year has been, I think, majorly improved over what he was before. So, and then they got some other guys. Who else has been out there? Castro. Yep, Willie uh, Castro. Gordon.
0: Yep, Nick Gordon.
1: Well, some of the guys who have played out there are back to St. Paul, like Walner, and I can't think who. Matt
0: uh, Matt Walner.
1: Yep, Garlic. They're not currently on the Twins, and of course, you know, maybe sometime this year, but. You can't count on it. Maybe sometime Alex Kirilov will be back on the club this year too. And if he ever is and able to play, where will he play? Will he play in the outfield or will he play first base on a regular basis? It seems as though Rockle's enthralled with uh, Joey Gallo playing first base. So the only spot left for Kirilov is outfield. And that changes things too you know, then you got a, a bulk of outfielders again too, with Larnick and and the other ones we mentioned before. So we'll see. But you then you have to have a DH too. That's another part of the of the equation.
0: Yeah, but you know, you could have Joey Galby or DH too. You could,
1: but like I said, I heard the other day Rocco thinks that that Gallo is the best fielding third first baseman in the American League. I don't know if I would go that far. I don't see him every day either. No, but. If that's the case, if he is actually the best one, <laughs> the American League first baseman are not very good in my mind. So but that's Rocco's opinion, too. Yeah. So
0: so and uh so anyway, uh this week the Twins will be going on road trip to face the Chicago White Sox. And then Friday they go to Cleveland, face the Cleveland Guardians, they East. We call the Indians, and they changed their name last year. And then next week we will we'll come back home and face some more National League uh, teams. Uh, I think the San Diego Padres are coming here and also the Chicago Cubs are coming here. So Yep,
1: I, I think I remember hearing there's quite a few National League teams coming target field here this the month of May. Yep,
0: yep, yep. yep I know the Giants will be coming later on and uh, I can't, later on this month and I can't figure out who else will be. Uh, who else will be coming this month? I have to check the uh, schedule, but... I can check that far. I'll let you know here real quick.
1: Okay, there we got White Sox and then the Guardians and they have Monday off and then they have the Padres and the Cubs that second week. Yep. And then they have the... They're, they're at the Dodgers, at the Angels. Then they come back home with the Giants and the Blue Jays and then they play Houston at Houston at the end of the month. So... There are quite a few national league teams that are going to be playing in the month of, of May. With a lot of those games being played at Target Field.
0: Yep. So although April, April they had sixteen home games at Target Field. Yep. So in yep, sixteen, yep.
1: I remember hearing that. Six seventy nine. They only have twelve in the month of May at home. But so yeah, they have they have some off days, though they have they're obviously off today, and they have the 8th off and the 18th and the 25th off, too, in May. So they have some extra days not, so,
0: not playing. Yep. And and I actually want to go back to the pitching staff for a minute. I, uh, we, we should have touched on Missouri, but we have two starters currently on the, on the IL, or as we like to call it, VR, VRL, via Rocco List. Yep, that's what we call it and first one is cantmeida he has like a tricep strain and indications via uh, reports are is that it's not related to his tommy john surgery who knows and uh and then and then uh, yesterday Tyler Malley was placed on the i l the fifteen day i l with basically an elbow strain they had a more a technical term for it but we're just gonna call it elbow strain just to make it a little simpler um, i mean there is a, there's some uh impingement in there and there's something else going on there's some kind of flexor strain too but uh initially rocco thought that maui might be okay after a few days of being on anti-inflammatories but apparently not, and it sounded like, and you know, I guess they did the uh, MRI and an X rays. that showed the strain, and they decided that the best course of action was to put him on the uh, IL. RL. Yes, huh. but but Rocco was to. Uh... <laughs> so, anyway, Uh in speaking of, and going back to Maui, he's he's only made nine starts since he since he came here in betrayed from Cincinnati last uh, early August. Hmm. Yeah. And and each time he's gone on the uh IL. Which one? Maui. No, which which list? <laughs> oh you oh, you wanted to keep on calling it for list? Sure. <laughs> well uh V uh so every time he's gone on the I. L or R O as you like to call it, Maui the the start before he goes on the list, his velocity has has usually been down. Hmm. There's been issues with, with his velocity, and of course, but the, the other two times it was a shor- it was, was shoulder uh shoulder related issues. So I don't know, could this be related to those issues last year? Uh, we don't know. I don't think Maui did a whole lot to rehab the uh, shoulder injury, or whatever sh- shoulder strain in the off season, except except what la- rest so we shall see what, where this goes
1: yes we will just looking at the active list i thought they had
0: called up louis Varland. maybe they haven't yet mm, i don't i don't think we have ten we, call we him uh, called him yet but he's but it's not like that's who we are yeah because
1: mally's still listed as being in the active list but we know that's not going to be like that very long
0: are you looking at a different website from the twins no maybe? the twins Huh, maybe we have not updated that yet. Maybe not.
1: Or maybe they actually, actually haven't put him on there yet for some reason. Why wouldn't you?
0: Well, yeah, because I thought he was on the list yeah. already.
1: I don't know. Because I know they were talking about calling it. Well, they've already got Ober up to fill one of those, those starting pitching spots. And I think that now they're talking about uh, Louis Varland taking care of the other one. So, you know, it's kind of something you, <laughs> unfortunately, we're used to here. It seems like our pitchers are hurt every year. We we're hoping maybe this year they could go through a season without as many long term injuries, but right now it's not a very comforting thought to think of where they're at unless somehow or other the what their diagnosis is and they Miadi would be back in whatever, 10, 12, 15 days and Mally will be back at the end of end of May. Yeah. If he's but we'll we'll see. You know, when you say that about Mally, how many starts you say he's made?
0: He's made nine starts a total.
1: Yep, and the other one we got last year in the trade with San Diego, we also got Emilio Pagan was with uh, Paddock. Is it Chris?
0: Chris Paddock,
1: yeah. Yep, who in his limited number of starts last year looked like he showed some promise, but like I said, it was limited numbers, and now he's had Tommy John surgery. Is it his second one?
0: I believe that might be a second one.
1: And then we've you know, gotten tied in with him with a longer-term contract they signed, not knowing how he's going to come out of this whole thing. So, I mean, I thought last year when he pitched, there were times he pitched quite well. But, you know, you, you have this Tommy John business going on all, all the time. It makes you kind of skeptical of the whole thing. And now they've got two of their other um, better pitchers. They're talking about all this depth they have with the starting pitching staff in, sp- in spring training while two of them are on the team already. And I don't know where they would go from those guys. The next one in line, if it's, uh, Woods Richardson or who it'd be. I don't know because
0: it gets pretty thin from here on out. Speaking of pitching injuries, I hear that the pitching injuries ha- are up slightly from last year because of, mm. you know, they're not saying for sure, but they wonder if might have something to do if he, uh, Real changes could be, you know, you you don't have as much time to uh, relax between starts. I suppose it could be that.
1: Does that having to do with the World Baseball Classic?
0: Mm, it might be possible, but I don't want to say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the, the World Baseball Classic. You basically we're playing by the old, the old old rules. rules yeah, but I
1: understand, but also some of these pitchers were. You know, probably going more pitches or more innings than what maybe would have happened. if It had just been the spring training. We, I don't know that, but, you know, who knows?
0: No, we don't know.
1: You know, the Twins so far, their pitching has been, you know, decent. Obviously, you know, there's a couple of pitchers, especially, you know, three of their starters, all in all, the ones they have left from the original five have pitched pretty well. Pablo Pablo Lopez hasn't been very good lately, but hopefully he'll get that turned around. But Sonny Gray and Joe Ryan have both pitched really quite well so far. Are they both undefeated? I think they are, aren't they? I think so.
0: Uh, Sonny Gray doesn't have as many wins as Joe no. Ryan.
1: No, doesn't Ryan have? Ryan is 5 and Gray has 4, I think. Yep, that's what it is. But also Sonny Gray's, Gray's ERA is what, was it 0. .77? Yep, point seven seven. And Joe Ryan is two eight one, but if you if you win all win five games, you know, he's pitched pretty well this year. I just hope that somehow he doesn't end up with a bad arm, but he looks like he's gonna be a really good pitcher. And Sonny when Sunny Gray has been pitching, what I've seen in the how many years has he been here? Two? Two. Two years when he's been healthy. Well, I mean I mean this is his second year. Yep. He's been healthy. I mean, he he pitches quite well. This year, he's been exceptional as far as locating his his pitches and making it very, very difficult on the hitters. So, you know, I I think when he's healthy, he is a really good pitcher. So you got three. And and Ober, just two starts so far since he's been back, in addition to his uh, spring training, he pitched real well. I don't think he gave up a run in spring training, which is not a total... um, reason why you think he's going to do well, but so far since these two starts he's had, he's done real well. And Varland, I think the start he had in New York, he got off to a real rough start in the first inning, but um, he came out of that okay. He only started one game, hasn't he?
0: Varland has only started one game in New York. Yeah. I think it was during that uh, four-game series. Yep. In fact, it was at, was was it that first game they were in New York? Could be. It could
1: very well be. I think he gave up four runs in the first inning. I know it's the first two out of the first three guys hit home runs against him.
0: Oh wait a minute! I've, I I wonder if that was a Friday game. I know it could be. I, yeah. Yep. yep I think it was a Friday game. Yep. Because I, yeah, because I'm not mistaken. I think mean, Joe Ryan might pitch that Thursday game against the Yankees.
1: Yep. I think uh, the first five pitches, two more home runs, another one was a base hit. I don't know if it's a double or a single. I don't know. I know Judge, and I think the leadoff guy, whoever that was, they hit first pitch and hit it out of the ballpark. So I don't know who was leading off for the Yankees then. Judge, Judge, Judge Bat's number two, doesn't he? Usually.
0: Usually, bet rookie Schwartz, I think sometimes. Okay. Ben Anthony Volpe. Yeah, it okay. It might have been him. But, you know, then Barland got through
1: that, and they ended up winning the game. So,
0: And by the way, Aaron Judge has been placed on the IL hmm. with a right hip strain. I don't think it's a major one, but it's enough that we decided we had to put him on the uh, IL. I wonder if they what they call it the AL in New York. The AL? Yeah.
1: The Aaron List? The Aaron List, yeah. <laughs> 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 you never know, it might be. <laughs> Did he hurt himself sliding into a base or something that time? When yeah, we
0: ever saying that when he swam into a third base head first on Wednesday that's Oh, been...
1: that's right. Against the Twins, right? Yep. 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 So,
0: anyway... Let's uh, let's
1: hope our our pitching is stable for a while. We don't have to worry about calling somebody else up because just looking at their 40-man uh, without knowing some of these guys very well. I suppose next was next Cole Sands. I don't know. Yeah, because I know Cole
0: Sands has been up here some.
1: Yeah, he actually pitched better this year, I thought, than he had been last year. He was not good at all. I didn't think this sure, year he's been somewhat better but then they sent him down at some point I don't know what the what the thinking was at the time so so hopefully this starting pitching be kind of stabilized and and we cannot be using this bullpen up like they do sometimes it does not work
0: I think the twins have done a better better job of not using a bullpen, but it's still um I mean it's been it's a lot better from last year but who knows what's going to happen now, but we have two of our starters out. I think one guy they're kind of optimistic about is Brock Stewart, isn't it? Brock Stewart. Yep, he actually got his first win in major league since 2019. Yep. He um, Was he on the Dodgers at one time? Y- yes, and I think he might have been on, in, on the Toronto Blue Jays, too, at one point.
1: Okay. All right.
0: But in it's really... A, I don't know if there's really anything to cover for hitting right now. Is there? I mean, we we, we kind of taught told you overall. Yeah, kind of. You know
1: some games it seems like you know they can they can hardly buy a hit. You know, when you have those games, some of those games they have two and three and four hits, and and of course the run production in those games is very minimal too. You like to see the hitting pick up some, and maybe well when it gets warmer out, you just never know. It says one thing that one thing I was going to thinking about today too. And I had thought about it before, and we've talked about it. One thing they do have back and it sure hasn't hurt him is getting a Jorge Polanco back.
0: Yep. Yeah, and he, Jorge Polanco has been doing pretty well since he came back. Exactly. Uh, yep. Against the Washington Nationals. He came back. Might have met. At, yep. At Friday game. Yep. So.
1: He adds a new dimension to the team when he is playing. Because he has a very good hitter and he's a good fielder and he feels, you know, he's in the top of the lineup, too. And he's got some pop in his bat. There's no doubt about that. Plus, he's a switch hitter, which makes, you know, you have flexibility as far as where you're going to bat him in the order, too. So that's helped. I guess the guy they're, I'm sure they're praying that somehow he can come back. This year is the guy we mentioned before, was Alex Kirilov, but that hasn't happened yet either. And I don't think we are counting on being up yet. No, I think it's... At least a month off, maybe more. So they just put him. He was on the on that. Was that list they had him on before? He could play on St. Paul, and not be counted. It's a different name. Well, then they had to switch him to the.
0: Well, he might have been on. Uh, si- yeah, he was on the sixty day. Yep. So he wasn't counted on the uh, 40 man. 40 man no,
1: no. But now he is. We'll see. I know he's got three home runs at St. Paul, but it sounds like he's not there yet. Where. They're comfortable in bringing them up.
0: Speaking of St. Paul, did you, you and I have talked about this off, Mike, but the Twins traded um, Trevor McGill. Yep, I know. To the Milwaukee Brewers for a player to be named later in cash. I thought I had heard it was only for cash, but I don't know. I heard a player to be named mm-hmm. later in cash, but I, think, but I think they got for cash. But Maybe they got a cleaning lady. <laughs> yeah, well... Maybe we should have Bob Eukera come here. <laughs> sure.
1: Um, I think I had heard this year with McGill on, on St. Paul. He's been wild. And his ERA is almost 10.
0: might so be probably got rid of him.
1: Yeah. So, let's, so hope that, let's hope that things can be stable for a while for the twins.
0: Yep. So anyway, uh, I'd so, like to kind of wrap this, not necessarily wrap this show up, but I want to kind of just spend the last few minutes kind of doing some brief discussion of some, some, uh, some of the standings, and also maybe uh, maybe one or two stories um, that have happened in the major leagues in the past few weeks. I think let's go back to the Twins-Yankees series. That the uh, Yankee pitcher Herman, he. So the the umpire James Hoy told him that he had to go wash off the sticky stuff on his hand after after he pitched preferred any. Because, you know, the umpires, they, uh, you know, inspect the, the pitchers periodically. Yep. Well, when he came off with a fourth, Hoy did a check again and said, but he had not cleaned it, you know, he had not washed it all off. And, well, interesting thing is, her mom was not ejected, but Rocco was because he obviously Rocco was not happy. And and then when he listened to the, he, and so there were three people I heard quotes from that day's post game show: Aaron Boone, Rocco Baldelli, and James Hoy. Baldelli basically said that he was not happy about what you know why he was allowed to pitch again, even even though her, you know he had not followed the rule. Yep, that's what he's. That's essentially what he said. James Hoy basically said that he told him to clean it off, and that when he came out, they checked him again, that they, they felt he did not have enough on there to to uh, to interfere with the baseball as far as the, the sticky stuff. Meanwhile, Aaron Boone's quote is basically that Herman uses the rosin bag in the dugout. Basically, you know. I find when you're a pitcher, you have to use the the uh, rosin bag on on the mound. Well, you think so? And and Herman's reason is that it takes too long to use the rosin bag between pitches on the mound.
1: (laughs) That seems pretty flimsy. Yeah. So... Does not make a whole lot of sense.
0: And, and, of course, a few days later, they eject Max Scherzer for, for essentially the same thing. Yep. Did he did he get a penalty, more than just an ejection? Did yep. He, he got like a 10-game suspension. 10. And I know because the Mets had some games rained out... Yep. ...that it delayed when, Sir, when Scherzer could return to, to pitch for the Mets. Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you, you have a rule for one person and not for the other one, doesn't it? That made no sense whatsoever. As soon as they they caught him, especially that flimsy excuse
0: about using the rosin bag in the dugout. Well, he should be out of the game immediately. Yeah. Well, I think the the actual warning was that was that he uses the rosin bag, not on the field.
1: That's what. It's, yeah, I heard in the dugout or whatever. It sounds to me like he's trying to get away with something.
0: Yeah. And he, he did. Huh. Yeah. Is he trying to use his own rosin? I don't know. Extra sticky. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Maybe it's spider spider tack mixed in there. Could be. Maybe he has maple syrup in his rosin. I don't know. I've I've never actually felt for rosin, mm. but I'm sure it is a little sticky. Yeah, I I didn't quite follow that one at all. He should
1: have been ejected immediately, is what should have happened when they found out. What what's the point of having to rule otherwise? Exactly. You don't. You certainly don't give him a chance to go wash his hands in, in the dugout. Then he comes back out. And he's got the same thing. I don't get it. Then he got to go watch. did he ever have to wash him again? He didn't, did he? he? got they let they let him go to the mound after that. Yep. When he the umpire told him I told you to wash your hands off and they let him still pitch. I I don't understand that thing. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, I think yeah, I think the wording Gladden was able to whip read was I told you to clean it off. Yep. I think I'd heard that too. Obviously he doesn't know how to wash his hands yet.
1: Maybe he goes he needs to have like they do with little kids now, show him how to wash their hands when they're in school.
0: <laughs> yeah. That seemed pretty pretty ridiculous. By the way, the f- the Twins have won their first season series against the New York Yankees, and since two thousand one. Yeah, I think I heard that too. And I think, you know, they almost got their first home uh, sweep, a three game sweep, since nineteen ninety one. I I believe. Wow. Almost, but we didn't quite get it no. on Wednesday where we lost uh twelve to six, I believe Yep. I believe the final was so Yep, we got behind by too much in that game. So anyway, uh can you bring up the uh standings before we wrap it up here? Yep, just one second here. The
1: standings. Here we go. Want me to run down kind of where the top teams are?
0: Yeah, just kind of run down. Yeah, okay. In the American
1: League, East Tampa is out in front of Baltimore. is twenty-three and six. Baltimore is nineteen and nine. Sur- you know, kind of surprising. Baltimore's doing that well, but they have said they've got some good young players because they've been stockpiling talent over the years. And tr- Toronto's eighteen and eleven. Actually, the Yankees. Because the Yankees lost to Cleveland today, three to two. They're on the bottom now. And Boston's sixteen and fourteen. The Yankees are 500-15-15. I think when the Yankees. Played the Twins. Going into that series, didn't they have the same record, I think? Yeah, we did. And the Yankees have not done well since then. Then in, in the American League Central, we have the Twins at 17-12, and, and they're three up on Cleveland, uh, six on Detroit, nine on against the White Sox, who are 8-21, and 21, and Kansas City 7-22, 10 games out. Texas is leading the West over Houston by two games. Texas is 17-11. Angels are 15 and 14, two and a half out. Seattle's five out at 12 and 16. and the woeful Oakland As are six and 23, 11 and a half games out. And that's the American League and the National League. The Braves are 19 and 10. Three games over Miami, 16 and 13. The Mets are also three out. Phillies are 15 and 14, four out, and Washington's 10 and 18. Pittsburgh, another surprise. Is leading the Central, one and a half games over over uh, Milwaukee. Pittsburgh's twenty and nine. The Cubs are in third, four and a half out. Cincinnati seven and a half out. And St. Louis is holding up the rear at ten and nineteen. Ten games out already.
0: Yeah, and I don't know why St. Louis is struggling because I did not expect them to be in no. last place. You know, you know they have some good team, have some good players on yeah, the team. Yes, they do. And Pittsburgh. Yep. You know they do have some good young players, some veteran players. Yeah, I just don't. I just did not expect him to do this well. I no. If if I had to say which how they would have done this year, I would have said at best maybe third place. Yep. I mean, I I would I would have thought that
1: Milwaukee and St. Louis would have been the top two teams. Milwaukee obviously is is second place right now, but the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs have got a ways to go, and Cincinnati has certainly got a ways to go. And like you said, Pittsburgh. Is up and coming. You never expect them to do this well this year so far, but it's early. Even uh, what's going to be NL West. Yep, Arizona, another surprise, is sixteen and thirteen. Them and the Dodgers are tied for first, and then San Diego, who spent a boatload of money during the off season, is a game out. San Fran is four out, and Colorado is another team who hasn't won double digits yet. They're nine and twenty. They're seven games out, so.
0: You know, I don't think, I, I don't know if Arizona's going to sustain their success, but I just think we need to uh, keep an eye on Arizona. Yep. Don't you?
1: Well, it's too early to say that they're going to be there, you know, season long. It's too early to say that. You know, and we don't know who they played this year. We could find out. We're not going to though, but, but so far they've done pretty good.
0: Well, and I think they do have some good young players. Yep. But, um... I, f- I think we have a couple good pitchers on our team. And by the way, Madison uh, Bumgarner, he got released here not too long ago by Arizona. You They still owe him a uh, ton of money yet. Really? They released him. I did not know that. Hmm.
1: Yep, they did. Yep, he is. You know, he, he, when he was on the Giants those years when they were winning the World Series, when he pitched, he was pitching really well. And Arizona bought into, you know, I don't think on Arizona since he's been there, he's done very well at all, has nope. he? Nope. So, and like you said, they're probably saddled with a big contract right now unless somebody else picks him up and pays part
0: of it, but that has not happened yet. Yep. So, anyway, any any last thoughts, Dad? before you? Be nope, you? I don't think so.
1: Baumgartner this year was 0-3 of the 10.26 ERA. So you can see why they unloaded him. Yep, and he's not done very well. Well he- the last two years prior to this year, he was on Arizona. He was seven and fifteen last year and in two thousand twenty one seven and ten. ERA is just barely under five both years. So and in the COVID year he was one and four, ERA of six four eight. So Arizona, I'm sure, probably wishes they could Make that deal all over again because they probably never would have made it.
0: And I think around the time he signed with Arizona, I think he had a dirt bike accident. Yep, I think so too. So, anyway, well, Dad, it was great having you back in the studio tonight. Well, I don't know what we're gonna do on our next show, but uh, we we got some stuff coming up here. My dad and I, we're gonna try to go to my nephews, and it'll be his grandkids. We're gonna try to go over baseball games uh this summer but what i'm going to trying to do going forward is uh i do have, i do have plans of doing uh doing a show not only with my podcast but i'm going to do a podcast with these Detroit Tigers podcasters and uh i will t- uh i i won't say any more right now but the plan is we're going to do that the those recordings towards the end of May here and I'll probably re reset around Memorial Weekend. And I'm also am going to start a Facebook page for the show. Uh, so I will let you know more about that when that's finalized on the next episode. I'm I may start the page this week, but I will let you know on the I'm the next episode for sure what the title of the page is and whatnot. And by the way, if you want to contact the show, the email address is Mn TwinsChat number forty eight at gmail dot com. That's Mn TwinsChat number forty-eight at gmail dot com. And be sure to subscribe to however you Found this podcast, and I do need to get to the, get this thing on Apple Podcasts. I've just been kind of putting it on the back burner. It's not, it's not for uh uh it's not that it's, it, it's not the most easy thing to get out, to, to get on there. You have to do some things with your Apple ID in order to get it out there, so and I'm gonna to try to take care of that real soon and we'll and we'll get it out here on Apple Podcast and and uh get the show up and rowing bef- before I do the uh, big show up the end of May. How does that sound, folks? So for my dad, his name is Craig Larson. I am Troy Larson. So on everybody